a Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, as always, Roy Turner. Very excited to welcome some great filmmakers that have made a documentary that you listeners know of one of my favorite singers, my man, Lee Fields. The film is called Lee Field, Faithful Man. Joining us today is Jessamine Ansari. Welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's wonderful to be here. When did Lee Fields first come onto your radar? So this has been a really long journey with this film. We've actually been working on this for a little over a decade at this point. The story got started in 2013. I had been wanting to make my own feature doc for a while. And then one day my younger sister introduced me to Lee's music video for Faithful Man. And I was just completely struck by it. So then I looked into his story and I was like, whoa, he's having this amazing success later in his life, a huge story. I have to see if someone's making this movie. So I reached out to him to see if he wanted to work on something. I just assumed someone was already making it. So imagine my surprise when he said, yeah, I'm into it. But at that point, I thought maybe I need a little help with this. So I called uh, my longtime friend, Joyce Michon. Uh, we've been friends since college and always said we would work on a movie together. And she said, no way. I'm in grad school. No can do. And so I said, let's just go spend the day with him. He invited us to his house. We film him telling us his whole life story. We're in awe. Then he says, I want to sing a song and takes us to his garage studio, puts on a sparkly suit and he starts singing for us. It was the most amazing experience. It doesn't matter where he is. He's bringing the same intensity to every performance as if he's on stage at Madison Square Garden. As we're walking away, Joyce grabs my arm. All right, I'm in, let's do it. From there, we just, we started filming every chance we got. It was a really long road, but here we are. <laughs> I'm glad to see it come into fruition. We had our world premiere at the Charlotte Film Festival in Lee's home state in October of 2022. We won the Audience Award for Best Documentary Feature. Yeah, a sold out New York City premiere at Doc NYC later that fall. For most of 2023, we were on the international festival tour to dozens of different cities all over the world. And we were so thrilled it got to play in Australia, in Amsterdam, in Poland, and in Spain. So really exciting. We tried to line up the festival tour with his concert tour as much as possible so he could be available for every screening possible and moving into our distribution phase. Did you guys connect as people? Yes. Our relationship grew over time. We built that trust with him. So if you come to him in an authentic way, he responds in kind. There's a very human moment that, that, that opens the film. You couldn't really see Prince doing that. Was there anything that, that surprised you about him? To your point, the juxtaposition of his incredible stage presence and then the normal side. What surprised us was the normalcy. You perform like Lee, you expect an ego. He's none of that. He's the kindest person. And when he's off stage, he lives a very normal family life. And we wanted to capture that. We really get to see who Lee is in this. And you mentioned you're now at the distribution phase. Talk to me about that. We're so excited. We are distributed in North America uh, by Gravitas. 
Plus Ventures and our release date is February 27th. The film is going to be available on Apple, Amazon, on Google Play, and a number of other platforms. And you can actually get the pre-sale link right now. As a special little thank you, we're putting together a special little Zoom. So anyone who does buy the pre-sale, all you have to do is email us proof of purchase and we will send you a Zoom link for this private Q&A with Lee Fields where uh, fans will get to interact with him. I want to tell people about your bona fides. Joyce and I both come from the TV and doc world, and I came up through the HBO documentary world. When I first approached Lee for this project, I was working on different documentary films. Most recently, I co-produced the Hulu true crime documentary, The Jewel Thief. These days, I'm doing script writing for a Snap, Killer Couples on Oxygen Channel. Can you speak to your journey about making this film and why it took so long? Money is a big answer. We're independent. We didn't have any outside funding. We had to raise the money to make this film. And even just figuring out how to raise money for a project, that's a huge endeavor. We started filming with Lee with no money at all. Crew is important and we need crew at all levels. We realized in order to finish this off, we're going to have to raise real money and hire people to do all of these very important jobs. In 2018, we'd already been working on it for five years. We did a Kickstarter and raised our goal for that. As first-time filmmakers, a learning process. We would come up against hurdles we weren't sure how to cross. One was trying to figure out how to tell this story. Give We were missing critical elements such as archival material from Lee's earlier years as a performer. We realized we had to do these recreations and that take money. We wanted to look cinematic and really be evocative of the feelings there. And then the pandemic hit, but it ended up being a real blessing in disguise because we went back into the edit and said, this needs a, a complete restructure. The movie we ended up with is, is where it was meant to go. Those recreations look phenomenal. Did you hire a crew that did that? We worked with some amazing cinematographers. It definitely takes a big team to pull off something like that. Visually, yeah. Lee's musical memories are so evocative. He started telling us all these life stories. His parents running a speakeasy out of their house when he was a child, his first introduction to soul music and, and seeing the joy that people take in music. Did Lee ever express what his expectations were? He was just along for the ride. We were very excited to start sharing cuts with him. First and foremost audience is Lee, and we really wanted to make a movie he felt good about, and we've been really thrilled he is excited about it. Sometimes there are stories that must be told that the subject may not want to do. We wanted to be very sensitive to him and his wife and their privacy and did not want to push them on anything. We did have an earlier cut of the film where we didn't go as in-depth into this tragic story from his past. And then he did give early feedback. I want to tell that story. That's an important part of my history. Lee's wife is such a huge part of the story. They have an amazing relationship. What was the most rewarding for you? He had told us he drives around in his car and practices singing to himself. The intimacy of being in his car and the passion he brings. I'm hiding in the back seat and Joyce is hiding in the front trying to film him and overwhelmed <laughs> with excitement. We did have some technical difficulties with that shoot and worried we weren't going to be able to use it. Musicians have a time-honored tradition of what they call the car test. If they record something, they'll, they'll get it onto some type of playable device and get in the car and drive around and listen to it because there's something about music that just sounds different when you're in motion, especially when you're in a car. I couldn't imagine riding around with Lee Fields and him singing in his car 
and getting to do the car test. I'm forever envious. When you and Joyce were shooting, did you have a lot of experience prior with a camera or is this an, another skill you were having to learn by making the film? another skill we learned. I'm not a shooter. I'm on the directing, producing, and editing side. Joyce is my co-director and co-producer, but she's got more of those camera skills. When I brought her into the project, the idea was she would shoot it. And then as we kept going, we realized this project really needs a bigger team, more cinematography. What went into the decision? To go with Gravitas. They approached us, made an offer, and we're very excited to, to be with them. Those that are listening, look at your phone. You will see a link. Pre-order this and you're going to be able to get into a private chat with Lee Fields, the man. The film is called Lee Fields, Faithful Man. What are some I mean, of the features? It's been a good reception. We've gotten the chance to really interact with the audience after people feel uplifted after they finish watching. It's an inspiring story, believing in himself and not giving up his conviction in his music over the course of 50 years. When I go see Lee Fields in concert, I always feel better coming out than I did going in. The person makes you feel as good as his music does. Again, um, the film's called Lee Fields' Faithful Man. Buy the pre-sale and join the Zoom. Just shoot us an email at team at leefieldsfilm.com with your proof of purchase, and we will send you the Zoom link there. We cannot thank people enough. Over 10 years on this road, it's been a huge part of our lives. So to get a chance to share that with other people is, is really special. Congratulations on the film. I'm so glad to see you guys make it to, to the finish line. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been a presentation of Tricky Kid Media Originals, distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by Roy Turner, edited and mastered by Marcus Miller, theme music by The Buck Pets, original score by Jocelyn Hunt, artwork by Antora Sandy, marketing and PR by Francesca Miles. Tricky Kid Radio is hosted by Roy Turner with introductions by me, Dana French. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week.